like that. Everyone got one. What's your opinion? This is the rare room. Tongues won't be bitten. Ain't no rules, just spill it. And anybody can get it. No limit. We get to kill it. You tuning into the thrillers. And no, ain't no stopping. No. Any topic. Even the random. We get to random. I hope that you're ready. We entering in the zone soon. We on a grown shit. Welcome to the random room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. And we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, Chris? 2022. Oh, he gonna do the 2000. <laughs> he gonna count the real numbers. Right, right, right. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with me today. <laughs> y'all know how we do it on the Rant Room. On the show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. Y'all hear his voice, Chris Derrick in the building. What's up, man? Out there doing big things. What's I up? know, man. It's wild. It's wild. I have like three big. I have three big uh, meetings coming up in the next ten days uh, about the tattoo project. Oh, really? Yeah. Dope. Like casting people. Nice. Um, there's a dis- I, there's a decision I made. I like my buddy who's the he's going to be one of the producers on it, and mm-hmm. he's going to be the UPM. Um. I asked him to put together a budget and schedule, and he did. Mm-hmm. And, I, and he was like, "He's like, he's like, so what are we looking at? You know, like money did you, wise." Did you tell him what you wanted before you had him do the budget and schedule? Uh, so I, I, yeah, ahead okay. of time. I said uh, he, uh, he read a people, script. People blow that. They're like, right. "Give me a budget." I'm like, "The budget should be no, this." this. It's, I, told, <laughs> I, I told him. I said, "I said, I said look, it's, <clears> it should be about this." So yeah. I talked to some people. Yeah. Uh, so it should be our. To be, I'll tell you now. It's about ten million dollars. It's about okay. ten million dollars. He's like, "Okay, cool." Uh, we, he ran it through. He got it at just over ten. Some cast issues could make it different, but I'm like, you know. But then I tell my buddy, who's who's the um, EVP of acquisitions at a major place, and he right. read it and he loved it. And he was like, you could maybe get people to do this for. I agree. For, for less than what you think. Totally agree. But the one thing that my buddy said was, I got you at 20, <coughs> I got you at 30 days. I was like, I'm, like, I'm at 35. He's like, well, that's gonna be more money. And hmm. I was like, ah. So, and, and he's like, look, I wanna give you 35, because there's a couple scenes, you know, the scene in the, in the hotel. Mm-hmm. He's like, that room's gonna be more. You gotta, mm-hmm. so, but the only thing is, I was like tripping, and I was like, how do I, you know, so I was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna go to these meetings and talk to these people, and, and this, this is, I'm gonna roll $10 million. But then, I noticed that, that new movie, Inspection, mm-hmm. that Effie Brown's behind, that what's his name, that Elgin's Bratton is doing, it's coming out at uh, it's a period. It looks like, I don't know if it's a period piece. That movie's not ten million dollars. Movie's over. I was about to ask you how that much. Mo- is it? I don't know. It's over. Okay. If you just look at it, you go, that's not ten million dollars. Like probably like 15, 15 okay. 18. Um, and that's his, that's his first movie. Um, and then I noticed that Ben Corey Jones mm-hmm. is doing a movie, yep. period piece, yep. sports film. I was like, that's twenty. Gotta be can't can't be less than twenty. I was thinking the same thing, and you, just based on the board that he had, what he did it all, you could see he's putting some money into that shit. Was bo- There's, if you look at his, his uh, Instagram? Instagram, he has photos of himself like in in his like uh, with his storyboards oh, like, okay. all yeah. around him. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I so I saw that and I was <clears> like, you know, Ben Corey Jones, right? No, I don't. So, okay. Oh, so, yeah. So, so we missed the fight, Corey. Yeah. So I said, uh, I said to him, I said, oh, so then I don't need to really restrict myself like that. I was trying to like trying to be responsible, right. but I'm looking at like people who are doing movies as their first films, uh, 
you know, somewhere under 20, you know. And then I was telling my buddy, I said, look, man, you know, that movie, um, you know, because the whole thing is, you know, like, are people going to come see movies? You know, people are deciding, you know, like the whole decision about making a movie has changed. It's not about what the comps are, what it did, who's in it. it like, all that has gone out the window now. I was reading, talking to someone who works at A24, so I'm bringing up A24. She was like, <coughs> people decide to make movies if they and put it out theatrically if they believe people will come out to the theater and see yeah. it. Are they going to make more money? They want to yeah. make more. They don't want to make their money back. They want to make, make more, more money. money. Because yeah. if it's just, if, it, if it's just, a, they were like, if it doesn't feel like it's a movie that's going to like move the needle in someone's head, mm-hmm. then we can go to streamers, right. which is essentially like, just like it was before. Where it's like, well, just go to DVD, straight to DVD with stuff. Because right before DVD market collapsed, we did see some larger budget straight to DVD movies, like yeah. 15, 20 million dollar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and I feel my movie's different enough that it's like, you know, people will come. And oh, because we were talking about the movie called Everything, um, um, Everything oh, Everywhere All at Once. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that movie just crossed 100, 100 and I think $10 million, like, like globally. Mm-hmm. And it cost $25 million. That's a crazy mm-hmm. movie with no, mm-hmm. like, you know, like there's no appreciable star. The Hollywood is like, oh, we got to have this person in it, right. you know. Um, so. That's why I said, well, let's look at 18 million. So now, like some of the people I'm talking to, because the, the meetings are cast meetings. Um, I still think, just from my point of view, I get that Ben and some other people are doing the movies that are probably, you know, 15 or 20 million or whatever. You know, um, here's my theory. Because remember, you went from like a $3 million movie to now you're way up there. You were originally going to do a smaller movie. Well, that's let me just finish, yeah. finish my thought. Here's my thought. I would rather you come out the gate with a smaller movie and make six million than to do trying to do it because of whatever the no, reason. no, no, you know but I mean? no, but but I, I get that. I'm not so like like the smart business move is like everything. You can jump in whenever you want to. Cool. You know, the smart business move is I mean, how do you make the movie. <laughs> <clears throat> at the lowest price possible that is going to satisfy what you want mm-hmm. you know it's going to this is going to so you're not going to compromise on the film you know and like i said the, the the only reason why i'm talking with my buddy about can we do can we do because raise the budget a little more because yeah. i don't think it really works well to do it at 25 or 30 days i mean it's, it's 120 page 127 127 page script so to do that like at thirty days is like some stuff something's gonna something's gonna have to get sacrificed. You know You're probably gonna do that on the script. You know, once I mean, you once you hear it, I mean, you're gonna be like, yeah, Oh, I don't need well, that. You're well, just gonna do that. Well no, but what he was talking about to me was he, he like he was like, dude, there's stuff in there, there's like some effects visual effects stuff that you probably got to not do or there's like that house you want to get for this that we probably got to get a, a cheaper house mm-hmm. you know or things like like it's it's not even like story stories like kind of it's just like production, production things. like you're gonna have to like make these sacrifices because <clears throat> we don't have the money to do x right. but but i was like well if we do for, if we do it for 35 days you know which to me i always want more days than anything yeah. um is th- well then he was like well that gives us more breathing room that him as a producer was saying you know, and he spent like twenty years as an AD too, so he knows thinking about like, how, like, sure. how, mm-hmm. and he, like how you're gonna shoot stuff is like this means I got another <clears throat> day to throw at this scene, another day to throw at this scene, another day to throw at this scene because there's like a because the way I just des- you know how I just des- you read the script the way I designed it there's like 
uh, uh, you know, for each little vignette, there's like an explosion scene, you know, and he's like, if you could do that in two days as opposed to one, that is what is going to make your movie really sweet, Mm -hmm. you know, and then also I have this other thing that I want to do where... Tell tell Corey what it is. Well, I, I'll tell you off. I, I, okay, I, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, you don't want to put it out there. But uh, but um, something else that we were talking about. This is why I also, I also wanted like a little bit a little bit extra money, um, budget wise. Is is that I was like, I don't. I want the composer to be an A list actor type person. Hmm. So I so I'm looking at the composer mm-hmm. the same way I would look at an A list actor. Hey, I want to get like Harrison Ford. Hey, I want to get this composer, because my belief is is that 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 music <coughs> transcends so much. Sure, I was telling I tell, 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 tell everybody this story all the time. The real force of Star Wars is not the story. It's not any. It's not anything. It's mm-hmm. John Williams. Mm-hmm. If you take John Williams, mm-hmm. like if you take him out of that equation, those movies are bad. They're really bad. <laughs> it's a driving force. Yeah, they felt they felt bad too to him when they were uh, shooting it. I mean, the actors yeah. when they were doing Star yeah, Wars. It was like, like this, this is a cornball ass. Cornball. Yeah, totally. It's all that. Thought it you know, yeah. What yeah. It but then was. you throw in his music, mm-hmm. yeah. and all of a sudden you're like transported. You know, and I was telling my buddy, I was like, look. There's that the thing that we I wanted to do is you know there's because there's different there's different genres in the yeah. thing you know I said one of the thing I want to do is is like there should be a theme to the there should be like a like a, a theme to the you know there's the Raiders March there's mm-hmm. the Vader scene and like should be a theme to, to every vignette no 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 a theme to the to, like to the movie right oh, okay right that's orchestrated yeah. differently per vignette. Depending on the genre, Oof. yeah, you need a budget. See, <laughs> and it, but yeah. but that also means I need a great composer to yeah, do that. Yeah, for sure. mm-hmm. So that's why I'm, I'm a, you know, just like I'm not trying to just do because I want to do this. It. Like right. it, it allows the creative vision I want to do to work more effectively. Awesome. So. Awesome. So with that, if you guys are grown, we're jumping to the show. Y'all know how we do it on the ramp when we just be going off in some shit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So we got my man in the building, Corey Moore. In the oh, building. Chris, Chris. Chris, I'm going to say Corey. Chris yeah. Moore in the building. I don't know where I got. Yeah. I have another friend named Corey. Apologize. Yeah. <clears throat> Chris Moore in the building. Yeah. Uh, writer, producer himself. What's happening, yes. my man? What you up to? Not too much. Not too much. I, I always have to uh, uh, say my my... My writing name is Christopher J. Moore because there's so many Chris's <laughs> in this town. There's a, you know, there's a lot of Christophers. There's a lot of Chris Moores. Right. So I always say Christopher J. Moore. Okay. So, See, so it's interesting because yeah. I go by Christopher B. Derek on my credits because mm. I just like I just wanted. Yes. Okay, it's him. Well, I bet I doubt Absolutely. you have a bunch of other Chris Derricks, though, do you? <sighs> I wouldn't be surprised. It's not even that. It's just it's like, I mean, brand your yeah. name. No, it's no, but it's, it's just Chris. like. Yeah. You know, I want that middle initial. I want to be like Cecil B. DeMille. That, yeah. that, that. Michael, <laughs> Michael J. Fox. You know. Exactly. Yeah. My, um, you take the, take away the J, and mm-hmm. you say Michael Fox. Nobody knows who you're talking about. You say Michael J. Fox. You're like, oh, okay. You yeah. know. Facts. So Facts. you know, yeah. And I, I even noticed that, like, you know, my name in the trades, and I, I had to tell, like, you know, the studios, like my J put my you know you put Christopher Moore in there mm-hmm. and somebody Googles me you know a million Chris Moore is coming yeah. he'd be like is he a lawyer or what you know no, but that's, put Christopher that's, J Moore yes. I come up yes. that is a legitimate know. thing because I remember yeah. when I was when they were doing the credits for Star Trek I didn't see them until they were on air mm-hmm. and I was like oh, 
Yeah. Uh, and I think because uh, I kind of missed the document that came through about mm-hmm. maybe I just kind of like skimmed it fast or whatever I wasn't thinking about it. But when they sent it for Equalizer, they're like, hey, it's just Christopher. I said, no, 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 no. I need you to, the woman doing Christopher. It's like, no, 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 no. I need you to write Christopher B. Derek. She's like, got yeah. it. Got it. Great. Yeah, Thanks yeah. for getting back to me yeah. fast. I, I get back there in like two oh, minutes. Yeah. yeah. And he came and said, oh, just time crunch. I don't want them to fuck it up. Oh, we didn't have time, Chris. No, yeah. you have time. Yeah. Yeah. They say, they say Chris Moore, they have my credit. Uh, uh, it's Chris Moore. I was like, they think it's the the what's the yeah, producer? Man, it's the documentary did it, right? Yeah, yeah, the producer from Project Greenlight. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. dude. I'm like, no, uh-uh. mm-hmm. I don't want to be giving him credit for my movie. <laughs> I, I, I work too hard, too long. Yeah, you know. So now nah, I, I always try to make sure they get that J in there. So, for so Moore. talking about you working hard and working long. Like I said, we like to talk about war stories about yes. people's journeys. Oh. What, what, what was your journey to this point? Like, where are you from? How you getting to begin? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm from L.A. I'm one of the few cats that Where'd, are, where'd you grow up? South Central L.A. Really? Went to Dorsey High. Really? Out of Bungie, yeah. Okay, so. Cripville and shit. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Crenshaw. I'm over at Dorsey. That's, you know. Yeah, that's, y'all the blood neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right next to the jungle. Across the street from it. the jungle. So, but yeah. So, but I, I lived in, you know, I went to Audubon. Uh, junior high and half of the school goes to Crenshaw the other half goes to Dorsey okay. so that's the way it works so you right on that line yeah where if you live two houses down exactly. one street over yeah you, you, got, know, you, gotta you be, might be in the wrong school yeah you, you, you <laughs> gotta have a, a change of shirt you know, to get, you know I grew up in the blood neighborhoods so yeah. I totally, totally understand yeah. exactly understand. so you know just that and uh, you know I play football okay you know um, shit, I, I used to I used to play football with Keyshawn Johnson okay you know, Mac 10. Really? Yeah, yeah. Mac 10. Mac 10 yeah, <laughs> totally. Totally. Dedrick. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, play football, went to college, you know, discovered film school, you know, and was hooked, and that was it. I were you, were you always like a kid? Anymore. Were you always one of them kids? Like, Chris and I, you know, we, we're very proud to be the, mm-hmm. the blurred kids from the neighborhood. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right. You could tell, looking at my office, clearly, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. into some crazy shit. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, I'm an artistic yeah. motherfucker. It's inspiring. Yeah, yeah and no. so, and so uh, but I've always been that dude, whether it was comics yeah. or, you know, listening to reggae and ska music or going mm-hmm. to the punk rock scene to go see Fishbowl. Right, right. I've always been that dude. Right. So I'm just curious for you growing up in L.A., yeah. you know, because like we would come to L.A. from San Francisco to go see the Untouchables and shit. Right, you know, right, right, right. So I'm just right. curious of what it was like growing up, you know, for you. Man, I, I was in the sports. I played football, um, uh, you know, but I love movies. You know what I mean? So I love movies. My mom, my dad, you know, everybody in my family loved movies. Mm-hmm. So I was always into it. Right. But, you know, I went to, uh, when I went to school, I majored in psychology, oh, okay. you know, but I, I didn't think that. Uh, that you actually know, helps as a writer. Though. I know it does. Yes, Character. Sure. Yeah. Yes, so, yes. and that's why I didn't drop it. So I, I, I added on, uh, went to film school. So I double, double majored in, okay. in psychology and film. But yeah, I was always on top of that. Like, this is yeah. gonna help, like, with Definitely. character and stuff. So, went to film school, uh, CSUN, shout out to Mad Doors. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, I just had a great experience there. And so, you've literally been in LA your entire life. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, okay. well I, I went, I got a scholarship, a football scholarship to Southern Illinois Carbondale. Oh, okay. And I went out there, played football, and then I came back, finished up at uh, CSUN. What position were you? I played D tackle. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't so. want to. You want to cross Chris coming uh, through there. Hey, huh? hey. I was number ninety nine. I, okay. I was not you, playing. Yeah. <laughs> you put somebody on a back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what though is like. But you know, I took a film class, man. It was just like, you know, I went from thinking, okay, I want to 
play pro and all that stuff to, you know, it was just like for the first time in my life, I was like, I really know what I want to do right. with my life. And and I went to film school, you know, like everybody. What year are we talking about? Oh, man. Uh, this was had to be in ninety five. Wow, okay. You know, so yeah, so, so you coming up with me and Chris, yeah. In the sense of when it's uh, like we always talk about Spike. how difficult it was back then. Yeah, you yeah. know, you didn't have the internet. Oh, like it no. is today. So mm. the kids have it easy. Absolutely. Oh yeah. <laughs> you had to go get the shit that you. Absolutely, to do. absolutely. Yeah. We we had the trades and yes, be trying to yes. find yeah, but yeah. So I I did the um, film school thing um, when I got out. Um, you know, my first break as a professional, I won the Nickelodeon Fellowship Award. Okay. Um, so I got picked for that. The same people who did do the Disney Fellowship, they do the uh, Nickelodeon. Okay. And um, and and I was part of that first one. I came through with Courtney, Courtney, uh, 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 Lily. Yeah. Yeah, and he, you know, Mr. Uh, showrunner of Blackish. So he's yeah. he's, he's I did I did it. the little one day thing they do for Nickelodeon shit for. Uh huh. People, but yeah, yeah. So I came through with uh, with that group, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Tamika Brooks. Shout out to her oh, yeah, too. Tamika, yeah. yeah. So you know she she's writing on a, a friend of mine show now. Mm-hmm. She's doing good. So you know we had we had a nice little cl- uh, writing class. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I came through in there at two thousand. Um, from there, you know, it got me an agent, got my scripts optioned, and you know, and just just got me out there mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, I, I, I think I, the smartest thing I did as I, you know, because through the process, of course, you know, I was thinking, you know, more filmmaking, directing and all stuff. But once I got into the writing, mm-hmm. I knew that's all I wanted to do, just screenwriting. Maybe let, me, let me just ask you this. what When people ask you what kind of a writer, what are you? Because as soon as you said Nickelodeon, yeah. I was thinking another way. So now yeah. I'm curious to oh, know no. what type of writer you are. Well, I won the Nickelodeon Fellowship mm-hmm. for right. a family drama. Okay. So, you know, it was like, a, um, you know, I mean, it was a black family drama mm-hmm. based in L.A. And, you know, and uh, what I did, which I thought was pretty smart, I pat myself on the back because <laughs> it literally, uh, it made my journey different than a lot of people. Right. You know, a lot of people, they get a job and then they struggle because we know, especially, you know, the 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 black writer has a totally different plight than, than than white writers you know mm-hmm. yes. and uh, even, even in the writer's room oh the shit that we deal with that y'all don't y'all oh. just can come to work and just focus on what a pitch do i have right. we have to be thinking does that make sense are we gonna look bad right if, if the asian character right because you're the black guy exactly it's like you have so many more responsibilities than all kind of shit. Totally. see see i just want to interrupt you for yeah. a second that's the one thing that i find really fascinating about working on equalizer mm-hmm. is that our room is predominantly black right. you know like this is what there's three so there's 11 of us and there's three white writers that's okay. rare that's rare and it's basic and oh and then one of the showrunners is two showrunners is white but adam glass you know he's made he's his career but, but he's yeah. made his career mm-hmm. you know like doing urban material i mean he kind of brought got up doing like all about the Andersons, you right. know. He's from Brooklyn. He's a, he's mm-hmm. a very, you know, like um, um, uh, black centric, you know, type yeah. of he's like, down. like white dude. Yeah, he's yeah. down. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. It's interesting having him be the the one of the co-showrunners because it make what you're saying 
is so true mm-hmm. in terms of that that like trying to navigate what's going on. Oh, yeah. But it's interesting being in a space where that's not the case, you know. Yeah. And there's a woman on the show who's it's her first job ever, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like she's like man you guys I hear all these horror stories because sometimes we'll drop horror story yeah, yeah. and she's like whoa whoa what's not this room we're like I know you got it special you might you know you might yeah. every uh, room's gonna yeah, be different it's gonna be different yeah. but, but this is a unique room so right. yeah. it's wild keep going keep no going. no that, that's yeah. yeah but yeah, you know so I I, I, I did that um, I came out of the fellowship. Um, from there, I was writing, working with different producers, developing, yeah, features, mm-hmm. and because because <clears throat> out of the whole class, everybody else was television. I was the only one that was feature, okay. and so you know some of them were able to just go on the kind of shows or whatever. But I was a feature, so I was right. just you know you out in the world. Mm-hmm. Making that's it back when you had to have a spec. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, and yeah. and I had specs, but you know you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I was, you know, working with different producers, um, and what I did, which uh, I turned one of my scripts, the one I want with the fellowship, uh, it was called God's Child, and I turned it into a novel, hmm. and and I published it myself, hmm. and I saw that thing all over the country, yeah. like I, you know, people were like, you, I was the too short of, of books, seriously, <laughs> oh, and, out the trunk, and yeah, shit. out the trunk, and this and this is before like Amazon, yeah. you know, and all that stuff, so you know, I had my books in all the black stores across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, I sold over 140,000 books. What? Just, just like, like you know, going That's to- a lot of books. A lot of books. going, going Independently to, too? Yeah, going to book fairs, conventions, just, just really kind of kind of killing it out while, while I was out there. And um, it, it, it allowed me the freedom right. to not, you know, have to do the starving artist thing and hope I, you know, get a job type deal. Um, but in, anyway, in doing that, I was writing for a producer, uh, Ruben Cannon. Okay. I don't know if you know him. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he went over to go work for, uh, you with said Tyler. That big ass building. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah right on Wilshire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It became. Um Death Row Records. Oh, did it? Oh, is that the it, one? It, yeah, it's that building, oh, it's that that's, building okay, where Death yeah. Row Records is. And right. That, that's that's a weird, it's a weird building. Yeah. A lot of places have been up in there. Yeah. But yeah, so, you know, I went over there with him and I did House of Pain and Meet mm-hmm. Brands. I was one of the original writers of that. Mm-hmm. We did that. That ran its course. Um, a whole bunch of stories, you know. Yeah, yeah that's that's a whole nother episode. Yeah. So but, you, you were working with Kelly and them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was me. So you were part of with Kelly and me, Kelly Lamont, okay. yeah. Terry. Yeah, absolutely. Terry, yeah. Yeah. Kelly, 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 Kelly Griffin. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about. We've had her on the show I, many I love times. Her. Okay. I love yeah. Her. My yeah, big yeah. sis. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah. So it, you know, it was a great experience. Mm-hmm. You know. You know, it has the ups and downs like anything, but but it was a great experience, especially learning that was, that was that was that was my first show. But you know, but I had written you know TV stuff, so you know I, I was ready. You know, it, one thing about this business is just about being ready and staying ready. Right. You know, and from that, you know, writing scripts, you know, writing assignments, you know, for producers, mm-hmm. writing one hours. You know, I'm, I'm just, you know, I've been just kind of doing it all and just grinding out like everybody else. Yeah. Um, my latest project. What, uh, what was your first bigger break that you got? You know, right now, what, what show was it that was like, oh, shit, that made a difference for me? Well, I mean, it was kind of cool. I mean, House of Pain was the number one television mm-hmm. show at the time. Yeah. And, you know, it was winning the uh, Image Awards mm-hmm. and, you know, um, 
Yeah, so I mean that that that, that had a significant uh, uh, break as far as Hollywood. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and being able to see your stuff get produced because you know features. You know, yeah. I mean, years, years or never. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how it goes. It's, it's, you know, you have people out there who have made great living, a great living doing punch up and rewriting mm-hmm. and writing on different movies, and they never get a screen credit. Yeah. You know, so, you know, yeah, so but, that but happens. Yeah. You know, so. Um, that was, just to add something to that, I mean, they did pass that thing last year. That's um, right additional writing oh, yeah, yeah, credits yeah. so there so going forward on features if you do like a, a certain amount a certain amount of work yeah. uh, you know punch up dialogue yeah. pass yeah. or character pass yeah. you know and it's not enough to warrant you you know like obviously like a written by credit but sometimes yeah. you people you like sometimes it's you, in the back though right in the back but yeah. but you know but sometimes you see movies and you go uh, and there's writers who are up there was like mm-hmm. co or EPs in the project? You're like, right. oh, they wrote a lot on this, but but not enough to get screen credit. And because yeah. they're big writers, they like got that EP credit. But yeah. I still yeah. think now going forward, then you'll get that like a, you know a, additional you know like additional like writing credit. It and helps. The back. It, it helps. helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I do think it, you know. I, I kind of feel you know I always feel a certain way about it too. You know when it, when it's when it's your script because I think sometimes a lot of these scripts can be jacked up because you have you know I have friends who have stuff that's going to been passed around from five six yeah. different writers yeah. and all these writers are writing for credit so it's kind of like you know the 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 story just becomes all disjointed and all over the place because you got people just changing stuff for the sake of change. Well, stuff. see, okay, now that's an interesting that's, thing. That's there's, there's an art to rewriting. There's a, yeah. there's an art, but totally. I, I also feel that's part of the reason why scripts get in a development hell kind of thing mm-hmm. because everybody who gets a new it's not there yet. Mm-hmm. We've done two drafts with you, and and we're gonna go to Hilliard to do the next draft. Mm-hmm. Hilliard is saying to himself, "I want to get credit on this, so I'm gonna like, like, like repitch the shit out of this mm-hmm. at to get the job." That these producers and be like, "Yeah," and then you're gonna go in and do all this work, and it's mm-hmm. basically throwing out a big chunk of what was either like like writer number one right. or writer number seven, yep. and there, you know, and it's like there's no cohesiveness in like trying to get that script like mm-hmm. like where it was supposed like right. to get it into production, you know, right? Uh, because the 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 producers don't know enough about how to like articulate what is really neat like to be able to pinpoint I went with this 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 tier mm-hmm. and then we know it's it's fucking ready to go to an actor. My, my the Tulsa script I wrote was one of those. It came as this opportunity and I was like, oh, I need to kind of start over. Mm-hmm. Now I wasn't starting over because it mm-hmm. was so horrible. Right. I was starting over because it was. It was it was through the point of view of a white gaze, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, I have to start." I have over. to, yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And that was a problem. I wasn't like going, "Oh, I want to get this yeah, percentage yeah. of the writer or whatever," but yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But but I think that it is. I, but I think at a certain point in your career, you do think. I want to get this. I remember hearing Brian Koppelman. He mm-hmm. was on the phone. One, people it, want credit. Yeah, yeah. People, oh, yeah. It's not just the money. I get yeah, it. Because I mean, I want credit if you I know, was rewriting somebody's. You, you know. get your residuals and shit like that. But I remember Brian Koppelman was saying in an interview with Macquarie. Maybe it was, yeah, it was Macquarie that he was like, 
you get scripts across your desk all the time. We, we both get them. There's like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. There's, like 10 or, there's probably 10 or 20 writers. Check out his podcast, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's probably 10 or 20 writers in town that, oh, this is not quite there. Who do we get to do this? Mm-hmm. And like, there's just 20 writers on that yep. list and they get to go after them, yep. you know? Because yep. um, they've done it. They've got scripts like to certain points. Yeah. Craig uh, and John were doing yeah, all that for, for years. Uh, for years. Yeah. They probably do, you know, still. they still do it now yeah. because yeah. it's like, yeah. You know, it's it's like there's, and they'll do a fix in like a month or yeah, two or three weeks, really quick. Yeah, and yeah. get a big check, a big check, yeah, yeah, half a million dollars, million yeah. dollars kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Because they look at it and go, "We want to do this." Mm-hmm. It, yeah, that's the whole thing about the the movie game, yeah. where you, where it's like it's, it's not, a game. Yeah, it's a game. Like, um, so you know. I, I I have you know my movie out now right yeah, yeah so tell it um, can you can you say it? yeah yeah okay. I mean my movie I'm, I'm excited about it <laughs> it's it the number one film in the U S right now go. so you know what, oh what movie is this uh, in the road in the road with Queen Latifah yep. Uh, on Netflix, Bo Bridges, Ludacris, you know, and uh, oh oh, this is a basketball thing? No, 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 no. This is a road trip thriller. Yeah, yeah check yeah. out the trailer. The trailer is dope too. Yeah, I was, oh, just, yeah. I was just showing my husband last night. Okay. Another road. Okay, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm I'm super excited about Ludacris. that. But oh, I remember when Millicent did this. She did this last year, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah we it, you, have to, you shot this in like Arizona or New, New Mexico. Mexico. She, yeah, she was complaining about how hot. It was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all all the elements were at work. Miller, I love you know I remember when she was talking yeah. about this. Yeah. I remember she was like, "You don't know what it's fucking like here. Yeah. It's fucking 107, yeah. and we had to shoot." I was yeah. like, "Yeah." No, there, there was a point where like a sandstorm yeah. and everybody started running and, and I ended up in a, in a hotel room with just me and Bo Bridges really? for like three hours, oh, just me and him. And, and he was telling me just these great Hollywood stories. Oh, cool. He was He's telling me, icon, he was talking shit. about his brother. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jeff Bridges mm-hmm. and his dad, mm-hmm. you know. And, and Lloyd. Yeah. Lloyd. Yeah, so it was like, it was true history. In there the ain't world. no more families like that no more. Yeah. You know, where yeah. it's been like historic and years Absolutely. and years and generations of yeah. crazy. So that, Maybe that we'll see, um, I know that uh, Ethan Hawke's daughter is acting now. Okay. She's supposedly supposed to be you know, there's rumors they're doing a Kill Bill, a Kill Bill Volume Three. Oh yeah, and she stars in it. And the daughter of, of Uma and the daughter, so so Uma's daughter, which is Ethan's daughter, okay. she's supposed to be the new bride really? in it. So that's the rumor. Okay. I thought it was always supposed to be Vivica's daughter coming for revenge. Remember the little girl? <laughs> well, she might be the bad guy. It could like be her right, coming right. to kill <laughs> fucking maybe, you know maybe, no. like the other baby. That's what the story <laughs> is. A, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah, because she witnesses. Yeah, the end, she yeah. witnesses. Remember, she tells yeah. the little girl if you got. A problem with me, come find me, yeah, you know, yeah. type deal. So, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. you know, like, so, but yeah. there's that. Maybe, um, anybody else I know whose daughter or son is working? I'm just saying, there's not that many where, like, like, Bo Bridges and Jeff, you yeah. know, have come up for the last 30 years, 40, yeah. no, 30, 50, 40, 50, whatever, you know what I mean? I'm just saying, where they yeah. were like, yeah. Leading and you know, leading men in movies and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, Jeff is fucking amazing. Jeff oh. is one of the best. I mean, oh, he's ever. one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, mean, I mean, Jeff. What's that uh, new show he just uh, had? Old it was, man. Oh, oh, man. That shit is yeah, dope. Is I, the dope. Crazy, you know what's crazy about that, which, which I didn't know because mm-hmm. I still have three episodes to watch, is they were shooting some of that. COVID thing helped shut, shut it down. Oh, okay. And then he got cancer. Oh. And they had yeah. to like shut it down like like a little longer for him to do like some treatments and stuff like that. I can't yeah. remember what it was, what cancer we got, and then they came back yeah. to do the rest of it. Right. So he like 
Yeah. Um, John Lithgow. I mean, it's, that's, that's it's the a tight ass. I'm like, I'm like, uh, that's the dude. That's the man. That's yeah. the big Lebowski. I mean, yes. I, mean I mean, people always say that to him, but to me, I'm always like, it's your man from Tron. It's your man oh, from yeah, fucking. Yeah. Uh, it's not. That's it. Last Starfighter. Yeah, Last Starfighter. Mm-hmm. Um, last Picture Show. I know from his earliest. The Anything with 80s. the last in it, he was right, in it. He was in it. He was uh, in it. Yeah, he, I mean, he. Is, I mean, you know, I, I mean, it took me a long time to watch mm-hmm. Big Lebowski. Long, yeah, long yeah. time. Yeah. And I wasn't a fan. I didn't get it. I wasn't a fan. But as I got older, hey, I got it when I, I came back. You know, because we we were coming off what Fargo. Yeah. And then we ran to see that, and and and, and I remember watching it going. Okay, it's cool, but uh. mm-hmm. and then I watched it again. I said, "Damn, this is kind of good." I watched yeah. it again. This shit is brilliant. It's dope. Watch it again. This is the <clears throat> greatest comedy. I mean, yeah. there's so many layers of yeah. just comedy. You and miss joke. things. You, you miss just things. miss yes. it, and and they're there. And it's it's yeah, it's one of to me one of the best comedies ever written. Mm-hmm. Period, in my opinion. You know, it's yeah. too bad. What's his name? Doesn't want to work anymore. I think Joel or whatever or Ethan is like I'm done. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. tapped out. Like, well, like yeah, I got nine hundred million. I'm fine. I'm yeah. still chill. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I tell. So, let, let me just ask you because I like to tell stories of how. Okay. Right. So what was so you did House of Pain and all that other shit? How did you eventually move on to other shows? Because I know from some of the other writers on mm-hmm. those shows back then yeah. were having an issue coming from a show like that. Oh yeah. You know, did you go through that too where you were having a hard time? Like the black people were like, oh yeah. cool, you're working on a NAACP yeah. Image Award show. Yeah. Where the white people were like, who, Tyler what? See, this is- the, There was a lot of rumors of that though. But you know what though? You know, I'm gonna keep it 100. Tell it. Like, like, to me, white people would give you more respect from coming from uh, uh, a show like The House of Pain mm-hmm. than the black uh, folks in Hollywood. Yeah. So to white people, you know, they're like, you know, House of Pain, Moesha, the Waynans, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, um, shit, blackest, they, they throw it all in the same thing and be like, it's all the same to them. You know, black people were like, oh, that was some old da 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 and they would downplay it. You you know what I mean? Wait, 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 see, because it's interesting you're saying because because what you're saying is like is like contradictory. It's it's contradictory Mm -hmm. to a lot of other black people because because so I'm going to get this straight. What you're saying is white executives or white writers would say you did X number of seasons like like on these shows and you worked. Okay, so you worked, boom, and it's not like yeah, whatever, start over. And then you're saying, but then the black people in town who are, work, who are working on maybe the network shows or what have you are the ones who, who are turning their nose at you? Well, think about it like this. It's kind of like, like I have friends who are super successful, rich, and they're black writers, television writers, and they've never written on a white show, ever. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Right, That's so right. Yeah. so what I'm saying is, <clears throat> is white writers you know, because I'm I'm a, I'm a professor uh, at uh, at USC as well, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, they are impressed by my House of Pain. You know, it was the number one show. Right. It was uh, a hit, <clears throat> and, and the shit is still on TV. Yeah. It just won't go away, but yeah. it's still it's still on TV. Yeah. So you know, they're always like, "Oh my God, yeah, you worked for Tyler Perry," and they're impressed by Tyler, and but. You talk to black writers. Oh, that that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? No, uh, I get it. See, that's interesting. No, no, I, I get exactly what you're yeah. saying. From the interesting because I've heard people say, 
you know, they had, you know, they worked on some of the, maybe some of those black UPN shows and then they tried to jump into some of the white shows. And they might have been producer level and, producer and they were level, like, oh, no, you got to come down. Producer, yeah. co-producer, and then they start over now like back of like staff writer or not yeah. staff writer, but maybe executive story editor when they're yeah. switching over to a white show. Yeah. Yeah, but well, you're right because look, yeah. there's people that I've met too yeah. who are black writers, yeah. whether, you know, whatever, EPs, creative stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They never worked on a white show. Right. And those are the ones, and their shows were on like ABC mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, and they were the ones who would definitely shit talk all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And, and you got to think about it as a writer. I mean, you know, in my whole 20, you know, two year career since <clears throat> I won the Nickelodeon Fellowship, I, you know, I wrote on House of Pain for what, three years? Mm-hmm. It's a small little piece of my career. career you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, but it, it, it's 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 one of those things where you go, okay, um, you're saying that, you know, don't define me by this one show. Right. And when it comes to black shows, you know, whether if I was, tr- I, I would be better off coming from um, a white show, trying to get on blackish, than coming from um, House of Pain because yeah. the black writer. You know what I'm saying? I do, no, no, look, And, and look, so white writers, I get they it. think we're I get all it. the same anyway. I get it, see, that's the point, that's yeah. the point I'm gonna get at, see, yeah. because that's the thing that I think that is, you know, so see, Hilliard, this goes back to our, the one show that we won't do that we wanna do. <laughs> <laughs> this one show we wanna do that we're not gonna do. Um, and, it's interesting when when you're a showrunner, we'll do it. Yes, yes. <laughs> is that there's a thing where this is the thing, right? Um, I look at it this way because I knew Kelly. I met her right when she came back from mm-hmm. Atlanta from doing all that. Right, and she was saying to me that you guys had to do so much work so fast yeah. that it was that, that I was looking at her like this isn't like you did a hundred episodes or something like that. Like yeah. In a, in yeah. A, like like in a year, I, whatever it was, it was some crazy type of like thing. It was like three or four a week. It was it was crazy. Yeah. Well, w- the way we would do it, we we would all kind of once we would break this kind of season, mm-hmm. you know, say if we all broke like ten scripts or whatever, we'd all go home at the same time, write them oh. all at the same time, and come back. And then we have to punch them and work them on as a team. But you're doing a different episode. But, but but instead of like how you know your show may just send you home right. and everybody's still working, we would all go and okay. just get busy, come back, everybody, you know, type mm-hmm. deal. In, in most of the cases. But n- that, now yeah. I, I bring this up because maybe people are dis are discounting your show because of what the showrunner's vision is, and that's. That's that's some that's that's everyone's kind of taste and stuff like that. Obviously, it, it did well commercially, yeah. but in terms of your writing chops, yeah, you probably developed a, a a type of writing chops that almost no one has because you had right. to do so much so quickly, right? You right. know, and that Absolutely. that to me would say you're the value. You know what? Your total value add. You know, Jay. Next, you know, Christopher could write a script yeah, in a day or two. In a day right. or two, yeah. yeah. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and and that's the kind of value add that someone yeah. would want on their show. Like, oh, right. I know you can do this. Right. You know? right I mean, it's like right. I'm seeing you offline. It's, it's like last last weekend, my my boss was like, I need you to write on a Friday. It was like, mm-hmm. I need like the script by you know by Monday night. Right. You know, and right, I was right. like, well, okay. Yeah. You know, but he's known me for a long time. It's not. It's not like I didn't know 
how to do it. It right. just was kind of like I didn't expect it that weekend. <laughs> I had shit to do, um, but I was like, it's, 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 but but I think there's it's like Hill. You mention this all the time. Mm-hmm. Part of the uh, part of your toolbox in writing television is to turn around a really really workable draft. Yes in a short amount of time absolutely you know because you need to be able to like because look it's gonna be i'm sure what you guys mm-hmm. wrote was like got rewritten by tyler yeah. or at least looked at by him and right. whatever it is right. but he's only, but he's only doing that because he's got something in front of him that yeah. he can look at and then and, yeah. and he can do the, he, it's he, easier to rewrite somebody it's so much easier yeah. well he was, wasn't rewriting us like, no i'm generalizing yeah, no, by the way yeah, yeah. no but i'm saying but more I mean, later i guess he's saying he's rewriting no but i'm saying but it's, right. I'm, I'm, I'm saying he's probably looking at the scripts and going oh maybe this joke here maybe this yeah joke, whatever there's all there's all that uh, there's all that 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 micro tweaking mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. the showrunner's gonna do. He's putting and, his voice on it, right? And yeah. you know, what, and that's the job of the showrunner. Yeah. But but if you but you make his job his or her job so much easier if the draft is really yeah. really strong yep. when he gets it. Can, it. it can yeah. only go higher. Yeah, yeah. And that way, and if you can get that really really strong draft yeah. in two or three days, four days, whatever, mm-hmm. that's when the, everyone's like, oh, this motherfucker's good. This yeah. we need to keep this bitch on this staff because yeah. you know how to make make their job easy. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. And that's sure. kind of all that it is, right? It's making yeah. your job easy. Yeah. It, it, it really is like a muscle that you're developing. Mm-hmm. You know, like working out, like, you know, some people are in shape more than others. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and you know, you know, I love that I was able to build and hone that muscle because, you know, it, it helped me in later years. You know what I'm saying? Mind, mind you, as, um, you know, like, like I said, a lot of times, it's not like I don't want to write on two and a half men. You know what I'm saying? Or I don't want to write on the Big Bang Theory. Those opportunities, just we just don't get those. You nice. know what I mean? So yeah. mo- mostly our opportunities, like I was saying, my first opportunity as a production assistant, you know, was uh, writing on this lot. Um, um, I mean, not writing uh, as a PA right. on The Parenthood. Mm-hmm. And that's where I met my uh, one of my close friends, uh, Norman Vance, oh, yeah. Lamont, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and they were writing on, on this show. And, and, you know, that's where our opportunities tend to, to be. Now, every now and then, somebody's able to, you know, get make a move. In, but yeah. the typical journey is us writing on Here's the irony, the irony to I, that, you know, and Chris and I talk about this a lot with a lot of our other guests on the show. Mm-hmm. Most of us, this mm-hmm. is unfortunate. Yes. And this is going into the episode we're going to do one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Chris. I can't wait. Most of us are hired by somebody white mm-hmm. for our first job. I'm talking about first mm-hmm. jobs, by the way. Okay. I can't wait. Sustaining your career is a whole nother right. thing. Right. That's now my relationships. Oh, I know Chris. He's mm-hmm. staffing on the show. Yo, hey, I know this dude Hilliard. He'd be dope right. as a co-producer. Whatever the fuck it is, right? Right, right. That's where that stuff comes in. But that first job yeah. is usually some. Unfortunately, yeah. for most of us, yeah. Chris and I included, mm-hmm. somebody white who was our relationship got us our first big jobs. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's that, just some real shit. And, and that's true for a lot, but but the consistent, and, and that, those are rare, Yes, but the consistent uh, um, working for 20 years Correct. in the business, typically you're going to gravitate and you're going to work on the Chris Rock show and you're going to mm-hmm. work on this show, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, that that's, that's kind of that's kind of how, how it goes. Let me ask you a question: How have you sustained now that you have this, you know, this this new movie out, you know, with with with, with Queen Latifah? First of all, how did End of the Road come to you? Let me ask you that. Okay. How did you get? Was it an assignment? Like how did it, how did it come you, to you? First, like 
as I as as I'm writing, whether I'm writing on a TV show, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm like probably like you guys. I'm I never stop moving. I'm mm-hmm. always working on my features, yeah. always. So I'm working on my features. Um, when it came to uh, House of Pain, mm-hmm. I mean, not House of Pain. Um, when it came to End of the Road. Um, you know, I wrote that script as so as, it was a spec. It was a spec. Okay, yeah, I wrote it as a spec, um, and 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 I sold it. How did the, how did the story come to you then? How did the story yeah. come? Um, it came to me because, um, like, I, well, part of it it was it was a bunch of different things. Yeah. One one of them was uh, I I went to uh, Southern Illinois University Carbondale, mm-hmm. and I never forget me and my friends. <laughs> Uh, instead of me going home for spring break, we went to my friend's house in, in, in uh, to stay with his parents in Fort Myers, Florida. Oh, God. You know, so we drove literally from uh, Carbondale, Illinois, all the way. We went to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. From Atlanta, we went to. They went to, to Freak to, Nick. He know it. To, no. <laughs> hey, I, I couldn't get down there. I, I, I missed that trip. <clears throat> Uh, went to Tallahassee, Florida, to Fort Myers, and okay. and I just saw a whole different world. I'm from L.A., born and raised, yeah. and that always was in my mind. And one day, I was just out, and I was looking at a, a motel, and I the, there's, a, there's a big scene, kind of an inciting incident in, in the movie. Mm-hmm. There's a big scene that um, I just had the vision for, like, damn, that could be kind of scary. Imagine if <laughs> this happened, and da-da-da-da, you know, and and that sparked the whole idea. And then from there, I just you know kept working, told the story. I wrote wrote the spec, you know, gave it some producers. They went crazy over it, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you know, and, and it got bought, you know. But but it was it was a, it was a journey. How long was know? the process from when you sold it to when you guys got like who did you guys get on board years. first? Thirteen years. Thirteen years. Thirteen wow. years. But. And this is the thing, you know, when we're talking about credit right. and shit like that, it was 13 years, but it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, um, um, oh, just it's old and that's it. And just, it was constant. Mm. It was, oh, it's going to get made. No, it's not. Oh, it's uh, going to get made. Been there. No, it's not. You know we've what I'm saying? Okay, it's shooting <laughs> this fall. You know what I'm saying? No. And then the, the executive loses his job and mm. it's just constant. At one point, I had to go and get the rights back. Wow. and take it. I've written so many drafts of this uh, script. You know, um, I've, I've written, you know, I don't want to spoil the movie, but I, I've written different versions. I've, you know, I wrote a version where it's grandparents <laughs> driving because we had a producer saying they were going to get uh, um, uh, Meryl Streep and, and um, um, Jack Nicholson, you wow. know, as grandparents. So, you know, I... I it's been constant, you know, and um, you know people fall off. Mm-hmm. You know people who are in, involved with it, and um, and you know I was just constantly trying to get this thing made. Like you know, and Tracy, uh, Tracy, Tracy Edmonds, Tracy yeah. you know she always loved it, and she was she just kind of committed and said, I'm, "I'm I'm gonna get it made," and nice. you know, and you was know, she produced on a movie. No, yeah, she, she's a producer on it. And you know we had it set up in Lionsgate. We were supposed to go. Mm-hmm. We had it. Uh, uh, then all of a sudden we're we're you know once we you know got Queen. So then of, Queen does this mean you sold it more than once? No. Oh, okay. No. You so, just got it set up and then it was yeah. Got it. So once Queen Latifah got involved, it was like okay, it's a uh, it's it's you know 
we had some real momentum mm -hmm. and we're set up to go uh, at Netflix and then COVID happened. And I'm mm. like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Can you curse on him? <laughs> Please. Okay, yeah, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I'm like, be yourself. Be yourself. What? 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 You know, you got to be kidding yeah. me. You know, ain't nothing but the devil. <laughs> oh my goodness! Then it was like, then it was like, oh, we're gonna go again. You know, but you know, uh, uh, Eliz. Uh, I'm sorry, Millicent. Not, no, 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 not Millicent. Um, um, what's the, what's the show? Equalizer. Oh yeah. The showrunner that they had first position over us, so they did the first season of The Equalizer. Mm -hmm. So we had to wait for that. And then, you know, and then, you know, we went, you know, and it made it, you know, surreal. So by the time we're on set, you know, and then we bought other producers on. We have Mark Berg, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, he did all the Saw movies, mm -hmm. you know, he had some heavy hitters. Uh, <clears throat> you know, Brad Kaplan uh, uh, brought on, um, you know, who we had, Erica um, Steinberg, she, um, you know, she did all the Kill Bill movies and Quentin Tarantino. So we had some, we had some people who get shit done. Oh man! <laughs> exactly. So yeah, Ben, we had Ben, you, we 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 had some some really great producers, and uh, and we got it made. Next, thing you know, we're in New Mexico shooting, and, and how did how did you work it out so you stayed on board? Oh, so yeah, so so then we uh, during the process as it got close, mm -hmm. and uh, they bought in David Larry. Uh, one of the producers, uh, writer, I mm -hmm. guess, uh, he represented, they brought him in as a writer to do a pass on it. Yeah. Um, and that was cool. No no writer likes yeah. to be uh, rewritten, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, this is the business, I get it. And, uh, you know, and David Larry, in his own right, he, he's done, you know, he's, he's, he's accomplished. He, you know, he's done a lot of movies. Yeah. So, you know, he did uh, Intruder, I think it was, it was a big hit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, w w you, get to a, you get to a point where when it comes to these, to getting it made, and, and, you know, some of my friends who have had, you know, films made, they were like, Chris, don't trip. That means they're making your movie. Like yeah. they almost oh, he want did somebody. Fifty seven too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he did Lakeview Terrace. Yeah. Like they almost um, uh, want a writer with credits and all that stuff to just put their stamp on it. You know what I mean? Like, like if if they, you know, I tell people often if if the writer would have gave me the script and said, "Here, put your name on it," right. they would have said, "No, we need to we need to still have him," <laughs> and then you know, and then he put his stamps See, on it. Now and that that's makes something it that happens because all the time, my buddy, I'm not gonna name his name, but he's a big writer, big showrunner. He's written movies, written he's created a television show. He told me there's like there's some sort of mentality among. Um, producers and studio people like that mm -hmm. that uh, he said it came about sometime in the 90s where they need that stamp from somebody mm -hmm. he was and, and it doesn't and it doesn't necessarily and it's they just want a stamp for some weird reason because he was telling me that he got a copy or he was sent a draft of Michael Mann's collateral mm. and, he, and they were like can you do a pass on this <laughs> And he read it, and he was like, "This movie doesn't need a pass on it." Mm -hmm. And he said, "He said, the movie that was shot is the movie that he read." Mm. 
you know obviously changes his production sure. you can you can kind of tell those too yeah. but he was like the studio was like we need someone to do another pass on this but but you know what that was i think so michael mann did he no he didn't write that i forgot it, uh, uh, another writer wrote uh it. stuart Beatty yes. wrote it yeah, yeah, and yeah. did yes. a pass on it but the script is is michael and stuart get credit on it oh exactly. and they wanted okay. another and michael and they wanted another pass they, yeah. like whoever was doing it wanted another they just wanted they were like yeah it's yeah. great yeah. fucking movie yeah. I was, you know I've watched it yeah. maybe maybe I don't know every year but I watch it a lot because it's so well done yeah. Yeah. Jamie Foxx one mm -hmm. oh yeah I just watched it the other yeah. day too yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I mean it's good because yeah. it's like the first whatever 20-15-20 minutes is, yeah. is fantastic character Amazing. shit she can't beat. Yeah. That's where you really see Jamie could act. So you see where he goes with the other. Yeah, shit. but yeah. You, and you also you disappointed that he ain't done more live shit in this. Yeah. You know because he was like motherfucker, you're live. Right. Um, <laughs> but it's like, but you know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. like you look at that script and it's like it doesn't follow what everyone tells you to follow. Right. But it does just keep you engaged. Yeah. It escalates. You know. Sure. I mean. I mean that scene when. It's, still, it's that little scene in the beginning when Jada's in the car with him mm -hmm. and they're just going back and forth and mm -hmm. they're just kind of bantering about, bitch, I know better the city better than you do. Right. Kind of how we're going right, to drive right, and shit. Right, it's just right. like that little moment right there yeah. tells you so much about both of them. Yeah. And it's just like that's the movie. And that's like, oh shit. And then the rest of the movie is um, is Michael doing Michael. You yeah. know, because yeah. it's. <laughs> and so, a lot of it is in a car. He's at so night, good. Right. So good. which right. they're like, so don't do right, that. Right, so right, right, right. I've been telling my husband, like, this is a nightmare for production. But see, but see, but 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 see, the thing about that movie is, like, people need to look at that movie because this is what I don't like about, like, this is my rant. We're gonna get into this for a second. This is what I don't like about, like, uh, most films, right? That most films when they shoot at night, they shoot so low exposure that you can barely see anything. Correct. And then it's also the lighting is only teal and orange mm -hmm. they're using. And you can look at fucking Collateral, which was shot with like those Viper cameras from way back mm. in the day that mm. were less sensitive now. But he wanted that over he wanted that over film because you weren't able to see the night sky when they're driving around LA at night. Because yeah. a lot of times at night when you're driving in LA, because mm -hmm. of the light pollution, the sky is purple. Yeah. You know, and he was mm -hmm. like, I want that, I can't get that on film, I can get it on digital. So but but I remember reading about, I think it's, um, I can't remember who the DP on that is, but they did these things where they took these little, like, these these LED strips, and they put them on, because you know they're in a taxi, right? And there's mm -hmm. like, there's the... Yeah, because you could see Jamie perfectly. Perfectly, yeah. But, yeah. But, but there's the little there's the little strip, I mean, the little glass between the passenger and the driver, yeah. you know? Partition. So, partition. Yeah. So on the back side of the partition, like like all the like around the edge, there's these little there's a light there's an LED strip that just adds it that adds that illumination mm. to Tom Cruise, right. and then Jamie they got the, the <clears> process trailer is shooting in light popping in lights on him, mm -hmm. but that's like a really cool way to do a night movie, yeah. And it's and we can see everything. Yeah. A lot of times you look at movies now, like I was trying to watch that that. That Game of Thrones thing, House of Dragon, it's like motherfucker, you guys spent all this money on the set, <laughs> and I can't see it. Right, I can't right. see shit. Yeah, right. It's either out of focus yeah. or too dark. What the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah. Fucking up. Yeah. Fucking up. But anyway, yeah. great movie. Right, right, right. No, yeah, but I, I, I'd also. So you were talking about how you stayed on. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah, set. yeah. So I mean, the 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 interesting about it is, 
is because you know me and Tracy uh, Edmonds, me and Tracy, we we've been on this journey together. Mm -hmm. You know, I got to stay in more involved. I'm giving them notes on what the writers giving, uh, uh, bringing in, and um, you know, I, I'm so lucky and thankful that that they were like, you know, like for one, he loved the script the way it was. And they were like, "Don't change, don't do to, don't don't go nuts, just you know, add." You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, and that and that's what he did. You know what I mean? And 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 I feel blessed that that you know he didn't try to. Me, he he wrote say, my movie and didn't try to. Let me let me ask you this. Movie, let me you know? ask you this. You know, I'm gonna keep it real, my yeah. So you got your movie that you had to do now that you brought Queen Latifah on and yeah. Ludacris and all these people, right? Mm -hmm. So you have a black cast now. Yes. And then you got a white dude coming in to yes. fix you, yeah. a brother. Yeah. So <laughs> in this climate, yeah. that's interesting to me. Yeah. Of all yeah. the other dope ass yeah. black writers that are around that have a kind of a name, yeah. they still went with a white dude yeah. to fix you. Well, okay, but, correct you okay, or whatever but, they But call two it. things about that, two things. One, they might not, I, now, I don't know what the draft was before this guy got in and, and beforehand, but it's like yeah. th what they might be asking to correct might not be anything that's about the blackness of the, sh the script. It right. could be, hey, we want to get this scene to, to, to juice a little more. Or, or and also right into production. Right. To actual what, what the it's, sets. It's, it's, it's going to get what? made. Because I'm just, I'm just like, like, I'm just like, you know, like looking back at this guy's credits, and it's like, well, you know, he wrote Passenger Fifty Seven, mm -hmm. and he wrote Money Train, and he wrote Lakeview Terrace, yeah, and some he, things with black people, and, and he yeah. and, and he wrote Obsessed. So he's written stuff. And he, yeah, is it that, an that, Intruder? That black. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's written stuff with black people in it, and that means that white people, can, you know, can somehow like feel comfortable, you know, and also. He's been in that space where he's tra traversed in that in a way that, like, you know, he's probably done the research or been exposed yeah. enough so he's not some guy from Connecticut coming yeah. in here and writing but, your script. But you know what, though? Like, that's Hollywood. Yeah. Like, 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 I had to come to terms with, you know, yeah, of course I could have delivered the draft that he wanted or sure. whatever. They didn't want it from me. They yeah. wanted it from the guy that wrote those movies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they needed the stamp. And they needed the stamp. Mm -hmm. And that's maybe how executives get to keep their job. If it don't do well, they yeah. say, well, we hired the guy. That's exactly, that's exactly, that's exactly, that's exactly how they get the job. That's exactly how they get the job. Because everybody's looking at it like, you know, I was telling my buddy the other day, we were like complaining about uh, just some of the stuff you're going through with trying to get people to read mm -hmm. stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I said, man, these motherfuckers, they're getting like a mid six, they're getting like a mid six figure paycheck, mm -hmm. and all they gotta do is you know is yeah. I mean they're not they're reading, they're, no I'm talking about the executives, oh, not talking okay. about the okay. like they're reading material yeah. and having meetings, yeah. yeah, you know, and it's like yeah. that's the job that no one wants to give up, yeah, oh yeah, you know, so absolutely, you basically like what Cover. do I do to support my decision if anything bad happens? It's like I got the people that we all agree. I put the list out and I put the list of six people in front of you who to get. And blah blah blah. So so y'all sign off on this, not really yeah. me. Yeah, you and, know. And the main thing, the main thing is, uh, you know, it goes from well, it could have been a three million dollar, four million dollar movie to now it's a twenty five million dollar movie. Mm -hmm. So when the budget escalates and you bring up, you know, you bring these A list yep. producers and these A list talent, mm -hmm. it, the budget goes up. So it's like they want they want that stamp. 
So, you know, hopefully, you know, I could rewrite somebody's movie and exactly. put my stamp on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I get it. I mean, you know, um, but it's tough. It's tough, you know, since we're going to rant. It's tough when you open oh. up the uh, trades and, and it says David Lowry's new movie yep. uh, uh, coming out that he wrote. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, and, and some trades didn't even mention me. But, you mm. know, you got to eat it. You know, it's the business. Yep. You know, or, 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 or when they say, you know, based on a script, a script he wrote like like it was an article. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Or like it yeah. was a thought, a pitch mm-hmm. or something. You know, it's very different. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as a new writer, you gotta you gotta eat those things and you gotta go, okay. Is this it, your first feature? This is my first feature. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and, and but I, now on the next one, absolutely. you'll have more weight. The writer of End of the Road, exactly. you know, and I get it because mm-hmm. I wouldn't have wanted them to put the writer who wrote House of Pain, new thriller. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I get it. That, that was that was a long time yeah. ago. I, yeah. I wrote sitcoms. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. And 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 even still, I still like I I have a a show that I that I did um, um, that I. And this is what we're talking about. Yeah, you created a show too. Created a show, uh, House Out of Order, right. um, with a brother named Baron J. And um, you know, I wrote it, executive produced it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we did it with uh, Bentley Evans on oh, the, yeah. yeah, you know, Mr. Martin. Shout and, out to Stacy and Jamie mm-hmm. Fox and his sister Stacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, um, she's been on the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She she she's awesome. Um, but yeah, so you know, working with him and, and we we you know we knocked out a season. We might come back and do a second season. Okay. But you know, but uh, um, you know, I'm I'm all about the drama thrillers. I, I'm locked and loaded with scripts. Mm-hmm. You know, me and Tracy got another project that 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 we're super excited about. That's nice. gonna be up next. Um, I got another uh, project um, that I'm doing uh, um, with another a list. Actor, I'm not gonna say his name okay. just, just yet, but uh, that we're super excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so you know, it, it's like I'm I'm always trying to stay moving because you know you can't in this town just sit and wait for Hollywood to call you. Mm-hmm. So that's never been my uh, my mo. So I, I'm always trying to stay busy, and you know, you know, I, I, I you know, I think sometimes it makes you stronger, make you stronger when you don't have a career with, because I got some friends that, you know, they start working, you know, they got a job as a staff writer and mm-hmm. they moved up and then they just kept writing on different, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of them are like, I'm burnt out. Yeah. I can't do it no more. I'm thinking, I'm, and I'd be like, man, I'm trying to get burned out. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, because it's so hard for us to be, stay working consistently because of the you lack. You never know of, what the next thing is. Yeah. Well, lack of so I, so two things about that. I mean, I remember coming off of Star Trek, it was like 60 weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't even on the longest, you know? Um, and I would say probably around week 50, mm. <laughs> everyone, mm. I mean, like, I was feeling it. Mm. I was like, y'all, <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You That's know? a long time. I mean, man. I was like, what's going on here? Um, and, um, but the thing about it was, yeah, you yeah you get a, a TV show can burn you out because you don't. There's hours where you know you got to be there mm-hmm. and you can't 
do you, you know, and you don't, you don't have a lot of time to do nothing else nothing, when you're working do, on shows. Do, 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 nothing. I mean, but but the, so yeah, so it's you know you you, you just got to do the work. I mean, look, you know, like I was just like I, I remember that last that that last two months on that show, mm-hmm. I just was like powering through every day. I was like every day we're going, and it was at a point where we were really doing a lot of cool shit. And the thing that would kind of like jazz me up was like, is that I could go down to set, right. you know, and look at shit, you know. Right. Um, but interesting thing about some, so I was talking with a friend of mine the other day. Um, interesting thing about burnout and projects and stuff like that. Tell me something that he does, which I think is interesting. I want to bring this up because it's something because I never thought about doing this, but it's a really smart thing that he does because mm-hmm. it's working. He's, he's a TV writer and he's also writes comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, and he and he's like, I only work six days a week. And I'm always taking my Sunday off. But what I what I do is I spend four days on the project in first position, and then the next two days in the project is in second position. I was like, what, 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 what's the reason behind that? He was like, because you, after about four days working on something, you're gonna get a little stuck. Yeah. You're gonna be you're gonna be staring at the screen. Yeah. But if you can push your mind on the next project, it feels fresh. So That's spe- what I do every day. Yeah, you know. So, <laughs> so, so, so it's like, so it's yeah. like, it's two days. I mean, look, something we all do, but like, but that really regiment thing of like four days on, time off, and two days on the next project, and then a day off, and then back on project A. I thought it was kind of interesting way of like, you know, just like dividing up your day because, like you were saying earlier, it's like you know you're constantly working on your features mm-hmm. when you work on these other shows, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of people, you know, like like I'm always trying to do like. Um, um, the time management hack mm-hmm. you know like what do I do to like be most productive on where it is and what am I trying to do and I feel like because I meet a lot of people who are just doing like one project you mm-hmm. know and I spend four or five six months on one project and I'm like you can't yeah. that is yeah. not going to hurt you yeah. it's yeah. going to hurt I mean because because even right now yeah. I'm doing the crazy thing mm-hmm. for someone who's in my position mm-hmm. yeah. is I'm doing something that like only big directors do. Right. I got four. No, I got three directing projects that I'm that, I, that I'm moving forward with mm-hmm. concurrently. Because yeah. I don't know which one's going to go. Right. You know. Right. Right. I don't know which one's right. going to go. That's so how it I'm, goes. So I'm yeah. going. You know what? I'm just going to be pushing all three. That's right. Because there's one I'm writing. There's two that are ready. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just like trying to have meetings with actors and yeah. producers because it's like you got you don't know what's going to go. I yeah. mean, you know, I, I got a call about his one actor. You know, say his person was like, he was like. So when are you shooting next year? Is what he asked me. I was like, "What? I never thought of that question." Yeah. And I yeah. said, "I said I hit it back. I said, ah, sometime in the second quarter, you know." Second quarter. I said, "Some we're just gonna figure it out, you know." Yeah. I said, "But I only need you for like five days in a row, so it's real, and that's it. It's, I, that's your commitment." He's like, "Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool." That's the way I designed the movie. But it's like, you know, I don't know if that's gonna go. Yeah. You know, you, you don't know. So you just keep working. You just got to keep yeah. going, you know. That that that's exactly like I'm sitting up here working on my on, on my movie writing the 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 scripts for my sitcom I'm about to do mm-hmm. as soon as I get back to LA. So as soon as I came back from New Mexico, you know, I'm right into my my TV show because you just you just never know, you know, like like he could have easily said, oh, it's not happening now. You know you know what I mean? It's not working, you know, whatever, it's not happening. But like you say, it's just staying ready. You're not sure what's gonna go. Yep. You know, yep. so you just gotta kinda, you gotta do it all, you know? So, yeah. 
And then at the same time, I'm you know I'm always working on my books. I got you know uh, I got five books out. You know that's awesome, dude. Yeah, five, five books. books. Yeah, Damn. but but it's over the course, you know uh, of. You know, twenty years. You know, but I mean? the thing, so. but see, but see, look, that's why I'm like, I'm trying to get a couple of these comic books off the ground. I finally, finally, got the dopest artist. Finally, got a dope artist. I'm trying to get an artist for like a year, and this mm -hmm. book I'm trying to do actually longer. Um, and because uh, I just want, because see, the thing is, is, is that that once you get the book out and it's on the shelves, yeah, it could potentially constantly make you money yeah. because it's just. Somebody could buy it at yeah. any time. Yeah. Someone could buy yeah. it, and it just might not be a lot of money, you know, whatever it is. But you know, you have a chance now to kind of like pub your books a little higher yeah. by saying, "Hey, I just wrote this movie, and he, these are my books. Right. These are my books. You know, so if you like my shit, then go. You should just yeah. like cross pollination your platform. Man, yeah. that's dope. Yeah, definitely. That's dope. definitely no. And, and like, I have a new book out that, um, like I said, we're in the works of, of that being one of the next films. Um, it's called Justifiable, and it's like it, it, it's it's a powerful, powerful story, and it, it's it's like on some George Floyd, everything that Black folks have been going through mm -hmm. um, when it comes to you know police brutality, and you know it's about a family that gets gets in a situation um, um, in the suburbs with the police, and you know it's kind of mm. John Q in the suburbs. Okay. You know okay. So, okay. So I, nice. I, I'm super excited about it. But the books, you know, it's on Amazon. You can go on Amazon. What's it called? It. Oh, just justifiable. Just, justifiable awesome. by Christopher J. Moore. Got to use that J. Christopher <laughs> J. Moore. Do Christopher Moore? Hey, sell other, it. Sell other, it. Other dude, you know. We'll yeah. put it in the show notes. We'll put it in the yeah, show notes. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And then I got another one. Uh, my other book I did before that, the Switch Family, and that's the one that uh, me and Tracy are working on. Um, as, as the next film, so I have this. this you got IP. This, this is what I haven't yeah. talked about. Like ahead, my pro, my process when it comes to my books, I write the scripts first. Oh really? Yeah. So I write the scripts, and then I use the scripts as an outline for the novel. If I write, if I write the script, and I think this this will make a great novel, mm -hmm. I'll spend the next two three years turning that into a novel. Interesting. You know, I would do it faster, but I'm working on other stuff, sure, obviously. Sure. So, sure. but I keep picking and poking at it. You know, it's a good muscle for you too. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Totally, totally. So you know, so I, I'm super excited about the Switch family. You know, um, so I got scripts to all my books. I so which which is awesome. Already so, ready to go. Already ready to go. Yeah. So you know, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. So where are you at? Where can people follow you? You on Twitter, Instagram? Um, yeah, I'm on Instagram, Christopher J Moore. I'm, I'm on Facebook. You know, Twitter, you know, all that stuff. So just, just your name, Christopher, yep, Christopher J. J. Moore. Okay. Yep, I should come right up. You, you know what's interesting too? Um, one of the things, because uh, we were talking about writers and different mm -hmm. things like that, that's <clears throat> interesting. You know, like story credit. You know, and and you know because I write my own books, and you know, and like I said, I sp you know you sp you may spend you know ten years getting your movie up, and then another writer comes in, yep. and they do you know a month's worth of work or or two months, whatever, mm -hmm. and 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 then they might think they're entitled to you know uh, the same credit you get. You know what I'm saying? One of the things that. You know, I tell people, and I've been talking about it. It's like you have to, you know, be aware of of your credit and what you should get, 
because a lot of times people don't know. They, they'll just go, well, I'm just happy to get a credit. You know right. what I'm saying? And it's so important. And when, when people are putting in the trades and stuff and based on and, you know, uh, he's writing his story based on, you know, and all that stuff, it can give the, the illusion to the studios and things that that person is, is, is the, the primary writer right. of the script. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And like what I learned too, you know, and, and, and you know, and, and I, I got some, some great mentors, you know, brothers that, that look out for me who have been through it, you know, shout out to uh, Norman Vance Jr. Um, you know, and, and, and other friends, uh, one of my other friends, Ken Rance. I noticed your, your thing says for that movie, it says uh, writer in parentheses, original script by. Yeah. So that was important. People don't realize what you put on there yeah. is what's important. Yeah. And, and what's, 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 what's a trip is, now mind you, I've been on this project from the get-go, came yeah. out of my creation. You know, I've been on this journey. I've got 30 drafts. I've written 10 mm -hmm. different ways, uh, more than that. Um, and, you know, you pull up IMDb and it says, written by David Larry and Chris yeah. Moore. Yeah. I had to... To, to tell them, like, that needs to be, my name needs to be first, you know, and they put you in a position. Because they usually do the and. Like, the and is the last person to do it. So yeah. that's, that's funny that they did it like Well, that. You, they do it, I, I get it. You know, he's a bigger writer, but. But see. But, but that's my shit, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? See, to me, that's where you, that's where, I, you know, because, like, didn't you get the um, the credit thing, ar arbitration from the WGA? Yeah, yeah. So I had to go to the arbitration. Oh, you did? I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like they were, they were saying written by, you know, uh, both of us. And a written by credit is a story by credit. It's the yep. same thing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, but you only deserve a story by credit unless you change the story. If you just add it to the story, like so, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then, then it's just screenplay by. Right. right. So if you watch the movie, you'll see it says screenplay by Christopher J. Moore and David Larry. Right. And then it says story, story by, by Christopher, Christopher J. Moore. J. Moore. Right. Right. And that's see, and that, see that's funny that's because important. see, but see, it, 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 it doesn't have a feed too. But see, here's the thing: it doesn't say that on it, yeah. it doesn't say that on IMDb. You should yeah. have them correct that because it, because because it, you need that story credit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. On the IMDb thing, yeah. I mean, if it's, if it's on the if it's on the movie, yeah. then it needs to be there because people need to know. That's the thing. It's like people don't know. I you know, it's not just the credit, like you said. People don't know, but it's tied to your residuals and all that kind of yep, shit. You tied know? to your residuals. So, yeah. You know, also it's tied to your separation rights. You mm -hmm. know, what I mean, you get a thing called separation rights. Tell them about it. Tell them about it. Where. Um, you know, if if me and you write a script and it says written by both of us, you know, the ampersand, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, or no, not even that, just even the and. Okay. You know, it's because uh, the ampersand's like more like a writing yeah, team. team. Yeah, team. Right. So it, the and means that you came in and you changed enough story, right, yep. where you deserve a story by credit. So it would just say written by me and then written by you, right? So, but that also, but that means that if they wanted to do a sequel, or if it turned into a Top Gun and years later they want to do a thing, mm -hmm. that means I got to share a story by it with you. Yeah. That means if if uh, separation rights, I can go ahead and and do a and novelization, do a novel. Do, do a I could do a do, do a play, do right. play, yeah. you know. And I would have to ask the other writer, "Hey, can can I? Can mm -hmm. I? You right. know." 
So these things are yeah, important. Twenty five percent, you can have it. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. And they, and and they don't tell you that these things are important. Yeah. You know, if you're slipping and you're just thinking, no, everything's not just a big deal. Yeah. You know, you you you'll you'll mess yourself up. So you know, I, I learned a lot from from this process. You know what I'm saying? Uh, as far as the 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 rules and the the, the arbitration. And to me, this is why you did it. Yeah. You went through all this to learn all this yeah. so that for the next thing and to teach other people. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That's Absolutely. exactly what it's for. Absolutely. Totally 100%. Absolutely. So so don't don't, you know, if you don't feel that someone's done enough to warrant a story by or even close to a story by, you know, don't don't just go ahead and willy-nilly give that away because it it's it's the and difference. It hurts you in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And also perception is everything when writers, you know, I mean, e even to this day, you know, I have a manager, mm -hmm. you know, but I don't have an agent. You know what I'm saying? And I got so you just with Rashidi. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've been together for about uh, uh, what, nine months, something like okay. that, yeah. you know, but I, I, I don't have an agent. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it matters when, uh, you know, and I'm not tripping, mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, like we talked about before, but it's like. I got the number one movie in the country right now. You know, I don't have an agent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, you know, yeah. so so it 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 puts. And you clearly did that before you even had Rajidi. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. But yeah. also, it's like you know, I would say you should always think about, you know, what's the value? At? See, to me, it's like if you want both reps, the manager and the agent, mm -hmm. then they then they then you got to say to yourself. They're gonna give me twenty five percent more value because mm -hmm. they're taking away ten percent, right? You know, and if you think about way things work, like in terms of like percentages, and like when you drop ten percent, it's more. It's you know, like 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 a loss is harder to recoup. You know, like the the, the drop is more than a than a gain. Right. You know, so. You have to think about if I'm going to lose now 20% of my money, mm -hmm. I need them as a team to be able to regenerate maybe 30% right. of, of, of what it would be. Then right. if it was just one. Yeah, you right. know, because, you know, that money, because then you're getting taxed. Because oh, the, yeah, the, thing is, the thing is that you're getting taxed on the full amount and you're not getting the full amount. You mm -hmm. know I mean? Yes, you're okay giving away 15% of your attorney and your you know and your rep but the second rep yeah. now means you're at 25 percent down but you're being taxed at whatever 30 you know there's all this you gotta like yeah. concern yourself with so um but but this is the thing though I, i'm like you know writers get get agents off of having a good script a good query letter mm -hmm. you know um you know uh, you know as, as we know right writers don't have the same plight that we have when it comes to getting representation you know what i mean and it's like you know you hear about writers getting an agent, and, and you know, and to me, I, I understand. You know, you can have a, a, a agent, the top agent in the industry. If he's not working for you, it's, it's useless. Matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. So matter. you you need some, you know. But I, I do feel like I should be in a position, you know, and I probably will be. We'll see, you know, however it goes. But I'm I'm fine. Just with, the fact that you're number one, I'm surprised. People, you'll probably wake up tomorrow, and people are going to be like, hey. Uh, What's going on? Who are you with? Because yeah. they start to look up, well, who's number one? Right. Oh. But see, this. Oh, he's only rep by, he only has a manager and not an agent. And right. that's. There you go. Yeah. You know. But this is the thing, though. This is why 
all that stuff matters mm -hmm. when you open up the trades right. yes. and you see, you know, based Facts. on, yes. you know, they think, uh, you know, they, they think, oh, David Larry has a movie. Oh, they must have got the idea from some guy off the street, right. you know, and, and they brought <laughs> yeah. a real writer yeah. to come in yeah. not knowing, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a screenwriting professor at USC mm -hmm. and I've been writing for 20 years right. and I've written television and I've mm -hmm. written books and you know what I'm saying and all my stuff I've done, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But you know, when th these are busy people, they look, it says based on, mm -hmm. it says, you know, all these little tricky little words in yep. the trades and it does me a disservice as a new writer. I'm like, hey, I wanna eat, mm -hmm. I wanna get my next my next job, right. you know what I'm saying? So, you know. It affects your quote, it affects your it affects, credit. It, it affects it, everything, yes. you know? And, and and that's why, you know, it was important for me to to make sure, you know, uh, uh, to go to arbitration that, that and, was and get my rightful credit that, that I'm getting, not, not just what they, what, what they were saying. Oh, well, we, da, 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 like it no, wasn't and a see, big deal. This is what I wanted to ask you, just in general. So a lot of times, so here's an example. Chris and I have both, you know, done rewrites and stuff like that. Here's my question. The thing that I usually do, and we both do now, is if we get an assignment, we will literally get on the call and be like, hey, mm -hmm. Chris, uh, mm -hmm. just want to let you know I'm, I'm coming in. Yeah. You know, here's what I was thinking. You know what I mean? Loved your script, but here's the things I'm yeah. thinking about changing. Like, I'll have that whole conversation mm -hmm. with you, right? How does this affect your relationship with Larry mm -hmm. and David, right, in the sense of now you went to arbitration. It's almost like you went and told mom and dad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's business. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You so know, I'm just curious because a lot of people are like, I don't want to go to arbitration and, no. you know, this and this. You're that, an idiot then if you don't want to go. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. Now that's Talk the, to me. I'm just asking questions. That's a great you. question. I mean, one, one of the things, uh, uh, Dave, David Larry was real cool. Mm -hmm. he, 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 he was professional. He was, he mm -hmm. was you know, and and he was straight up. He was like, you're gonna do whatever you wanna do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and he was respectful. <clears throat> and you know, I don't know whether his management was saying, hey, try, try for the written by. You know, right. let's, just, let's just do that. Right. You know, and you know, and, and, you know it, it, was, it was some bumps, uh, 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 but it really had nothing to do too much with him. Yeah. I mean, a writer can ask for, for the moon if he wants, yeah. but. You we know, know he, it's usually the reps trying to ask for everything. Right. It's not even the writer. They're, right. They know what it's like to be you. Right. So, yeah. I mean, so he <clears throat> would, you know, you know, be honest with me and tell mm -hmm. me, like, look, you know, and we kind of had a, it was more of a, uh, uh, we, we had an agreement on, okay. on, on that, like he knew. Yeah. That that he he shouldn't have got story by you know what I'm okay. saying. So you guys communicated. We we, we communicated yeah. and and you know but in business one thing he said that, that that I really respected he's like look I'm gonna do what's best for me you know what I'm saying yeah. and and this and that first and I and I'm like yeah absolutely and I'm gonna do what's best for me and and, and we had to understand. Okay. I mean we we we've had coffee you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. we chat we you know and and and. You know, I mean, I, I feel lucky that he and, and blessed that he did my story and my script a uh, 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 a service where he was. You know, he 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 rewrote it like he respected sure. it. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, I have friends who have you know went to go see their movie and they say. I have no idea what that was. I've yep. never seen anything. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm mean? saying nothing of mine was in there. My first movie that I had produced was I wrote a 90 script movie, 90 mm. minute script, mm -hmm. and it was 120 when it was done. Oh, so wow. that tells you where the director went. Yeah. 
He yeah. just started adding these scenes were going. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie is way too long. Yeah. It's a horror movie. Why yeah. is it so long? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. It's why, I mean, you know, it's um, I mean, like my buddy wrote um, um, all eyes on me, right? Mm. And they and uh, and he had to do arbitration on that mm-hmm. because like one of the producers wanted credit. You know, oh, yeah. this guy who's known, the person known to ask for credit when they do the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was always that. The, you said the director or producer? The pr- it was one of okay. the producers. It's like he was, he's a known guy in the industry who always goes, I want credit on the shit that. Yeah. What a Because he feels, and there's a lot of producers feel. I gave you notes. Well, I gave you notes <laughs> and I helped with yeah. the story, yeah. so I should get credit. Right. And you know, and and there's only so many credits to get, they give, so he's always trying to take some spot. Um, but he was telling me he was like, yeah, the movie. You know, he, he invited me and a bunch of friends of ours to go see the premiere with mm-hmm. him. Um, whatever opening night at the Cinerama Dome, I remember, which I think they're gonna reopen soon. But um, but he was like, man, like the only thing in this movie that's mine is like the is like the. The, the sequencing mm-hmm. of the scenes, mm-hmm. you know, that was it. Yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but but he know. But he told me all the way. He was like, when they were like doing arbitration, they'd been like seven writers who'd been on yeah. the script after he, because he got the first one hired, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why he got a lot. Of, that's why he even got his credit because yeah, yeah. they still used the the, the structure of the movie was what he wrote. And but he was like seven other writers came in and, and did all and, and rewrote scenes and stuff like and that. And how so. many people got credit on that? I think only he got like story, and I think two other people got screen and story. Yeah, I can't, yeah. Screen, I can't remember the credits on it, but yeah. you know. But he had to like he had arbitrate for that, yeah. you know. Yeah, crazy. And, and and that's another thing too. It's like when when the director you know uh, wants credit, you know, when the director wants credit, they have to do if it's a, if it's just a writer it's 33% or something mm-hmm. if it's a director they got to do like 80% oh that much yeah it's got it's got I thought be, it was like 50 something no nah, i think it's no it's more cuz it's a it's, high thing because yeah. they, cuz they're Cause saying they like, don't I'm, want writer getting jacked yeah, 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 you know. and they also yeah. they also know there's so much work that you're doing anyway that mm-hmm. it's like for you to come in and want a writer credit <clears throat> On a project that you didn't write, it's like you had to like do you had to almost had to just redo everything. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, if you if you to even get a written by, you should have taken that script and rewritten. Chris. Oh, you should have like rewritten everything. You know what I'm saying to get a written by, like like you know like what I was t- telling you about me and David Larry, mm-hmm. like we we did an arbitration, but we did like a soft arbitration. You know what I mean? In the Meaning sense just that you we, two or what? No, no, no. We we both agreed. Okay. Like, okay, this is what it should kind of be. Okay. He even he agreed. Yeah. You know, if we would have had a go to the mattresses, mm-hmm. you know, he know that he might not have got any credit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So you know, yeah. like I felt. You so know, there were certain things he fought for, certain things you fought for, and you guys came together and were like, well, "Here's what we both agree." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and because yeah, he did significant work. So <laughs> you know, um, absolutely, and. and but but um, my words is there, my story is there, everything's there, my characters is there, my twist, my you know every everything's right. there, and so he, you know he did what he was paid to do. He did his job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, and I'm sure he made more money than me. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? For so sure. so Definitely. I can attest to that. Right. So <laughs> so you know that's 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 the game yeah, we play. Yeah. But you gotta you gotta um, you gotta know when it comes to arbitration. There's you know, we're going to arbitration, maybe because the studio, it might be, it might look prettier if yeah. his name is up front mm-hmm. and it says written by, 
and then but he knows different I know different right. you know especially when you're writers <coughs> you mm -hmm. kind of know well all you did was this and mm -hmm. that and you switch you know the father to the brother yeah. you know what I'm saying and yeah. you keep all the same dialogue pretty much you know like mm -hmm. all that stuff we know right. so that's, yeah, see, that's why arbitration is done by other writers and not by anybody else. Because mm -hmm. writers be like, motherfucker, don't. Right. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Who are you trying to pull? Yeah. Right. Who are you trying to pull? Right. I've done that my own script. I've yeah. switched the characters. Yeah. So I know he's right. doing anything right. important. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, so, yeah. But no, that, that's, that's fascinating. I'm, yeah. always, I'm always interested in the whole arbitration side, you know, from the writer's point of view. Mm -hmm. And, you know... And from and from the point of view of the writer coming in, because yeah. I've been both, yeah. so I'm always curious of, you know, how that works and you know the whole situation. And um, I was asked recently to do an arbitration. I just got I'm too busy in my new position and my new job, mm -hmm. so I can't do it. But I, I'm, I'm I would love to sit in yeah. and see what it's like from the other side to see how they put it together and compare the scripts and the, yeah. you know, to do all that. So I know it's in my future to do that. But I, I will tell you, you know, I could I could have got screwed where, 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 where I wouldn't have been happy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, I, I literally, grace of God, you know what I'm saying? Grace mm -hmm. of God, you know, uh, things that were trying to transpire didn't okay. because, act of God of being able to say, hey, this is what's going on and me be able to catch it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Before things went through. Right. You know, also, you know, the fact that, you know, like I said, me and Tracy have been on this journey. You know, so she's got your back too. Yeah. She, we know she's a powerhouse. Yeah, so, yeah, so, sure. so she, she's the lead producer <clears throat> right. on the film. Right. So she's the lead producer, she's running everything, yeah. you know, and uh, you know, I, I, I was, you know, step by step with the process, which which I know is 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 rare too, a blessing. You know, I, like I said, I got friends who got movies, you know, coming out, and they're like, we we'll find out in the trades. They yeah. don't tell us nothing. Yeah. They're not telling us anything. They don't know. We don't know who's rewrite. We don't know nothing. Yep. You know. So you know, I, I, man, I, you know, I, I I was telling my wife. I said I said the crazy thing about the um, the experience of having a movie made. Hmm. You can do it you can look at it two ways you can go man they tried to screw me here and mm -hmm. they didn't give me this and mm -hmm. he got that and they paid him more this, <laughs> all, all, all this different stuff yeah. or you can go man how lucky am I like You're, oh my god I got my movie made and they're, and they're gracious and the producers are awesome right. and Netflix here's what I say to writers all the time your job one of your jobs as a, as a, as a writer is to become a produced writer yeah my first my first movie that I sold that I'm telling you about um I did this deal where they they gave me a co-producer credit mm -hmm. and like, I think I got like a percent mm -hmm. on it, right? And I was like, oh, I'm gonna be rolling. Yeah. So what I didn't know, what I know now, mm -hmm. <laughs> this is 20 years ago, right. is um, the film sold at AFM mm -hmm. and to like seven countries in like three hours, wow. right? So I'm like, cool. So like a month it goes by, two months, so I hit up the producer, well, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, did you look at your contract? I'm like, what are you talking about? So I look at my contract, me and my husband. Sure enough, we sold internationally. My contract was domestic. Oh. He knew it. Oh. He was like, sure, you can have co-producers, sure, you can have yeah. a percent, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He had no intention to sell it yeah. domestic at all. Yeah, right? yeah. And I went, huh. So at first I felt some kind of way for just like 30 minutes. And then yeah. I went, my job 
mm-hmm. which is what I've been told, is to become a producer writer. I'm a producer writer, and I ended up getting on panels and yeah. doing things, and I was like, okay, I did the thing. Yeah. I got the credit, yeah. and the, the movie sold. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, okay. Yeah. That was my that was my thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So I feel you. But the crazy part about it too is like we we learn from each experience. You 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 don't know really until you go through it. A lot of times you probably won't know about separation rights right. and di- different things <clears throat> like that. You know, or the Amberson sign, or right. you know, and what all those things entail until you go through it. Right. You know, and and you know, like I can look back and go, man, if I'd have just did this. I would have been. I could have. Well, 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 if I'd have just did that, well, see, or my agent would have knew. You know. Or well, here's the thing about that. I mean, you know, like knowledge is power in this business. That's on totally every level. I mean, you know, and, and I think and the the writers guild does send out a lot of little like seminars and things about hey, here's your feature contract. Here's yeah. this. Here's this. And like you know, I go to those when I can. I used to go to a lot more when yeah. I wasn't when I wasn't r- working into time stuff. And it's like, the, it, but I would always be this. To think this, so here's what marvel me about that shit. I was like the only black person there most of the time. Fifty, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then there's what, what that many writers? Mm-hmm. Maybe twenty, thirty writers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's more than twenty, thirty writers who need to know what's up yes. with their contract. Yeah. Need to know about these little things. Like, I mean, I remember they did one about just about separation rights. Yeah, movie separate because it's like. You know, there's all these other ways to exploit your movie now. You can do a comic, you can do a Broadway mm-hmm. show, you can yep. do, you yeah. know, because it's like, you know, a friend of mine was telling me, you <clears throat> have a, be- you know, and they're always going to push back on it, mm-hmm. right? My buddy was like, if you've written a comic, mm-hmm. you have, you, ha- you just have maybe, just perhaps you've just done one. Right. It's right. so much easier for you to make that demand. Like, I get this because I do the other, because I do the other thing. Right, right. They're like, well, cause, because cause they might be like, we don't want to give it to you because you just hope you can do that, you know? Right, <laughs> right. But it's like, there's all this other kind of shit that you can, you know, that you can set yourself up for success, you know, in those asks. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, because a good friend of mine used to be the head of business affairs at Lionsgate for about 10 years. And he used to tell me things like, this is what you can ask for. This is what you can ask for. This is what the writers don't ask for that, that we would give them. Mm. You know? That's important. Can me say something to that? Like, I think, to be honest, like, like you know, I'm not an executive producer on In the Road, mm. you know, or co-producer or anything like that. But I, I will tell you, and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? But I tell you, I'll, I'll never sell one of my scripts without being a producer on it. Oh, yeah. it, may, it makes no sense. And, and there's a difference between there's a difference if if I go to the studio and they say we have an idea we want you to write completely it, then fine you're yeah. you're, you're a hired gun yeah. but when you produce something out of your head and you write it for no money mm-hmm. and then you go out and you you're producing to you sell know, it you have to produce yeah, it yeah yeah it's no way in hell you shouldn't be an executive producer on it you know what I mean yeah. like like I, I admire David Lowry's career. You know, because he's in that space. You know that 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 I'm trying to stay in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where that that thriller film, and you know he's executive producers on on on. Well, on no, all you, this film. you have see the thing about that. I remember taking this thing. It's how I met Aaron Thomas. Mm-hmm. It's maybe like uh, I don't know, a year before he did SWAT, before SWAT came on the air. Um, this thing that Craig Mazin gave this thing at the writers get about like how to deal with producer notes you know, oh yeah was, I was there. This yeah. a seminar on how to yeah. do that right mm-hmm. and he was saying that like you know as the writer you're the custodian of the story right 
and you have a way better opportunity to be that protectorate of the story mm-hmm. if you're a producer. Right. Because because all the other producers then look at you as the producer. Right. When it's like, what do you think about these? What do you think about this? Well, we gotta ask. What do you think about it from right. the point of view? They the know producer. you bring value. Yeah. You right. know. I mean, it is. I mean, and I, I remember what's the name was saying this too recently. Um, same thing that you're saying now. Um, Eric Heiser. Mm-hmm. When Eric Heiser did uh, Arrival, mm-hmm. he went out and like seduced the short story writer to mm-hmm. get the rights, and he's the one who paid for the damn option. And then he yeah. wrote the draft, and he was like, "You goddamn right, I'm being the producer on this." Yeah, right. Yeah. That's producer shit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. producing because it's not what you did. You didn't put no money down, so yeah. you yeah. know. So uh, and that's what you're doing when you're writing a script. You're financing the f- being able to write it. You're paying your own bills. You're paying all the stuff to, to write this thing for nothing. So you're financing for sure the the script. Yeah. So yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Like you're financing whatever the like like whatever your rate would be as a work for hire writer. Right. right. Hundred fifty thousand dollars, something like that. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing right now, and 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 that's a sunk cost that you putting into the project before mm-hmm. the before before like if it goes at all, right. you're spending that money. Right, you know, because you're because you're not doing anything else. You mean you mean I'm sorry, not doing anything else, but you're not. But your mind could be elsewhere. Your mind yeah. could be working on someone's show. You could be working at McDonald's you, yeah. and getting a check every <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah, you know? but you're not. Yeah. So. Let me ask you one last question before we let you go. So, in regard to Netflix, what's it like working for Netflix in the sense of you guys get residuals or not? That's the question everybody's asking. That's the question. We will see. <laughs> we will early. see. Huh? It's too early. No, no, no. Just hear me out. That was just the, the part of the question I was asking was, here he has the number one yeah. movie on Netflix right yeah. now. Yeah. And, you know, so people are asking, like, why do the people choose to make a movie on Netflix? Yeah. Are they doing it just to get number yeah. one, to get the, the eyes on it from all yeah. over the world, whatever, as opposed to going theatrical or streamers or no, whatever? But, but you know what I'm saying? Mean? I'm saying it's too early because if this movie just came out, it's number one. It's like, you know, like they're not going to pay you until at least the, unless they have quarterly yeah. numbers. Oh, yeah, I understand. But the thing is, though, I mean, like you said, you will see. I yeah. mean, there was that art that, that, when the last month that thing came out, that's they, what I'm talking about. There was yeah. WGA, mm-hmm. like you know, like four million dollars. No, it was forty million dollars yeah. squeezed out of people for streaming, streaming for, just, yeah. just from Netflix because for, they, yeah. it's, it's mainly what's his name? It's mainly, again yeah. like Eric Heiser on, yeah. on 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 Bird Box. So he got like twenty of it or something. Nineteen. He got, it was something. I, well, he got the four million out of that, yeah. four, which is a huge amount yeah. of money for a yeah. writer yeah. on that thing. You know. Well, I mean, that's, well, what's crazy is I know one thing I know it's the number one movie in the country but it's also the number one movie in 27 crazy. other countries crazy. and also it's in the top 10 in 79 countries wait 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 so we travel black people is that what it means Queen Latifah. <laughs> Queen Latifah travels. You know, that's what I'm saying. That's why, yeah. that's why I'm on her show, because I'm going to be getting some residual. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, it will travel. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no Interesting. doubt. Interesting. Yeah, it's a process. Well, thank you, Chris, man. Good to Appreciate have you. It. Appreciate, Appreciate you coming it. through, hanging I, with us. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Ranting enjoyed with it. us, as we Yes, said. yes, yes. Indeed. Christopher J. Moore. Moore yes. M-O-O-R-E. Yes. Awesome. You can find you all over all the social medias and shit out there. Where yeah. you at, Chris Derrick? I am at un, I'm at um, unauthorized CBD on Twitter and Instagram. I'm on Facebook too, so don't even look me up on Facebook. Uh, it's just Christopher. It's just I think it's Christopher Derrick. Might be Christopher B Derrick, but yeah, that's where you can find me. Indeed, and I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter, 
at Hilliard Guest. I say Twitter like I'm cool, by the way. Um, <laughs> you guys can also, um, if you have any questions, screenwritersrantroom at gmail.com. Please go on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, whatever you listen to. We are everywhere, all over the world. Um, you can find us. <clears throat> um, what else we got, Chris? You can support the show at screenwritersrr.com where you can find our link to our Patreon page which will show you like there's various tiers on how you can support the show. Shout out to Brandy who just supported the show. I just awesome. sent her just sent her that um st- st- staff writer the show on earth booklet that was oh, cool, the yeah. writers guild. Mm-hmm. You know, she did $8, so that's that, so that's, that's what you get for $8. There's a bunch of things you can get if you go on the page that you can see to help your writing career. Oh, I think Jeff Melvoin is done with his new book. By the way, it's coming out. It's oh, well, we'll have to, you know, put that on there as, yeah. as, as like a giveaway or something yeah. like that. Yeah. We're going to be having um, Nicole Levy on, too, with her new book that she has. As a matter of fact, I have her. I have I have it. I just keep forgetting to bring it to you. Why do I know that name, Nicole Levy? Why do um, I know? You'll know her. She's oh. been on the show before. Oh, because her book is called um, um, How to Survive the Writer's Room. Yeah, 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 that whole yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we need to have her on soon because I think October 4th. Fourth, I think it drops or something like that. So, all right. Well, 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 well um, if you can give me that soon, I'll yeah, read yeah, it. Yeah, so I'll, we, get it we, so I'll get it to you. I'll get it to you. Yeah, this week. I'll just drop by. I'll point. stop by. You, you join. I'll stop yeah, by. Right, the, well, the Monday. Yeah, yeah, let me know. Work. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, so thank you, man. We appreciate hey, you again. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you guys congrats on uh, end of the road. End of the end road. End of the road. Queen Latifah. Ludacris. Y'all gonna see Bo him out Bridges. there. Bo Bridges. Get Bo Bridges. Yeah, yeah. It looks dope. It looks dope. Um, so I'm gonna definitely be watching the whole movie. I was showing my husband last night, and we were trying to finish another movie. We know the movie was. We watched The Gray Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dope, actually. It's not bad. It's a long ass movie because I was gonna watch your movie next, but yeah. it was late. You, you, you know what's a sleeper? Um, I came by. Watch that movie. Which one is it? It's in the top ten. It might be barely hanging on in number Who's ten. In there? Not, not to nobody I reckon it's, it's white people <laughs> white people white people and, and, like but, what did I watch <laughs> but it's good I it's good I, like this I really oh I saw um, th- uh, 3,000 Years of Solitude ah, okay. on Friday night the mm-hmm. new George Miller movie with uh, Idris Elba and Tilda Swinton okay probably Idris Elba's best movie in the last 10 years Really? really? Well, you know, because he doesn't really, I hate to say this, but he doesn't really choose good movies. Okay. Typically, he's a great actor, yeah. but, he, but he doesn't choose good movies. Yeah. You um, like The Beast or whatever? I haven't seen that yet. Okay. So, so. But, until, but that might be. But this is, you know, George Miller who did Fury Road. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really, really good movie. He's great. Is it an action movie? No. Huh. No. Okay. It's, what it's about is it's about a woman who is a, um, a narratologist. Fuck is that? Which is someone who studies the history of stories. Huh. And she goes to a conference in Istanbul and she finds a genie in a bottle. And the genie is Idris. Idris. Oh, okay. Oh, te- yeah, I did see this commercial. And he tells the story about why he's in the bottle. Cute. And it's like four different stories. And it's really okay. Wait, fucking cool. And this cool. is out now. It, yeah, I just saw it in the theater. Just saw it on Friday really? night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did he, did he give you some ideas for your tattoo movie at all? In the sense of the stories all combining like that, or what? Well, see, it just verifies that what <laughs> I'm trying to do is dope. Okay, okay and okay. I'm just so, but you know, I'll tell you about it when we get offline. No problem, so. no problem. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, joining me for uh, 2022, you guys know how we do it on the rant room on the show. We keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what everybody. 2022. 2022. Peace, y'all. Yeah, man, I got something to get off.
chest. Everyone got one. What's your opinion? This is the rap room. Tongues won't be bitten. Ain't no rules, just spill it. And anybody can get it. No limit. We get to kill it. You tuning into the thrillers. And no, ain't no stopping. No. Any topic, even the random. Yeah, I hope that you're ready. We entering in the zone soon. We on a grown shit. Welcome to the rap room. Uh, that's it. That's all I got to say.